Okay, so one thing that I looked into just like frat, I mean, because for me, my perspective, I really don't have that. I don't really know that much about it. So honestly, even just you giving like a brief, like kind of overview of how Alabama's frats are, honestly, would probably be the best. Okay, so I mean, I'm not in a fraternity. I've been with a fraternity before. We, were, we got really close to the members of a fraternity. But basically, I mean, it's it's a brotherhood. I mean, all the members are close. They all know each other, at least in the one that we were close with. Because it was a smaller fraternity. It was off campus. They had their own house. It was about like 50, 60 members. Um, but yeah, they're all close. They're all cool guys. They're chill. Um, but when you get into the bigger ones, it's like they have gigantic uh, sign signing classes, I guess that's what they're called. Mm. When they go on sign day, they Lots have groups. Yeah. 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 Basically. So they have like 100, yeah. 200 kids that they induct into their fraternity. It's the same with sororities. It's a similar thing. Except sororities, I think it's it's more more girls go to the signing day mm-hmm. than guys for the frat one, but a lot more guys get inducted than girls because sororities are a lot more strict with their rules, and they're a lot different with their culture. Like frats, they can have parties, they can do whatever they want. I mean, usually the houses are a little bit trash because it's parties, mm-hmm. but sororities, they have mansions super super nice i mean uh my friend kaylee she was in a, a sorority it was uh gamified beta and it was like there was gold in the hallways and stuff like that huge chandelier it was four stories tall had a basement cellar and everything it was crazy so and then, like the fraternities is basically just a house like they they're like up. Is there like yeah. uh is there is it like first come first serve for the inductions or is it like interview like just like yeah it's here um at least at Purdue they um and no I think this is pretty much everywhere it's like the rushing process like at so at my school there are forty frats so mm-hmm. um chances are you're gonna get a bid from one which is when they basically invite you to join yeah so um I I did rush a bit like I didn't do it for the intention of joining a frat but I just did it just to see what it was like and um it really just depends on the house so like you go to some and you you can tell like what the vibe of the guys are like some of them are really cool and chill some of them are all about party some of them are about like we had there's like a literal engineering frat at our school and it like feel like smart guys so yeah. Yeah. yeah basically you get a bid and you're invited to join and if you accept the bid, then you can um, you go through pledge, which is what you hear about, like, you know, yeah. hazing and stuff. And, you know, the hazing and shit like that. Yeah. we have that. Yeah. Too. yeah. Is hazing even a big thing right now? Like, is that like a huge thing still in like frats or is that like kind of taking a back seat with culture? It's taking a back seat. They just don't display it as much as much. Yeah. It's okay. more just like making fun of the new pledges and stuff like that instead of beating okay. the crap out of them. So it's more like harmless, just harmless, like tomfoolery. Yeah, most of the time it's like low key, like just funny, harmless stuff that's like either a little humiliating or, you know, stuff so that's not that really. That doesn't really harmful. seem like hazing though. 
Like that's it's just, not because it's like, technically illegal. Like, that's just like, goofing. Like yeah, but sometimes goofing, it's taken a little far, but it's never to a point where like, you know, hmm. like but you like, hear like the occasional case where something bad, like something bad actually happens, but. For the like, most part. Have, have you heard of any like really bad cases of hazing at Alabama? Oh yeah, for fucking sure. There's one fraternity that had all their pledges break their arm. Jesus. So what yeah, the heck? Class of pledges that all had to break their arm to get into the fraternity. That's crazy, um, dude. Dude, that's insane. They forced them to fuck a goat to get into the fraternity. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, that's crazy. Three people are dude, gonna watch that, this. That's so like, weird. What the fuck. <laughs> it's, I was like, yeah, yeah dude. The I'm worst thing. The worst <laughs> thing I've heard at like Purdue, dude. They do like that. Do they do the elephant walk for um one of your frats there? Have you I heard of that? So. How does it go? I mean, <laughs> where like, the guys, the guys are like all naked in a circle, and then oh yeah, yeah, they like yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's like that's like the some of the most like the worst things I've heard at my school. So shit here at COD, dude. None what do they do there, Noah? <laughs> <laughs> we go to class, go home, dude. None of that shit. <laughs> don't talk to anybody. Just no, mind your own no. business. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't have to deal with any of that. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, just that's crazy. Yeah, fraternity life down here is a huge fucking deal. So do like do people like like once people go through hazing, are they like are like they with cool with like the hazing process? They're like fuck this shit, but like I like to get in. So like I mean, it's kind of bold. It depends, the, it depends on how much you want to get into the frat. Yeah, I mean, they still have to do the same stuff. They all have to do the same stuff, but it, it's whoever wants to be in the frat the most gets in. So basically, if they do everything with the hazing, go through freshman hell week, all that kind of shit, they get into the frat. But if you can't put up with it, then you just quit the frat. You quit hazing and you're out of it. Hmm. So. And so, so are those like are those frats like super expensive? Like, are those bigger ones more expensive to get into, or are they cheaper since there's more people? No, they're expensive as hell. I think yep. it's like some of them are like I was gonna say it's almost ten thousand a semester. 10,000 semester. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. That's not even close to sororities. Sororities. Like, heard of who the like fuck 50. pays for that, though? Like, parents, obviously, right? Oh, yeah. It's all daddy's money. Damn, dude. That's fucking crazy. It's insane. That's another reason why I didn't go into frat life. It's, it's, it's so expensive. You don't even get to live at the house, too. So you'd be paying room and board anyway. Wait, so you don't even get to live at the house? No. It's Some only- people, yeah, they don't even get to live there. It's only higher ups what? in the frat. That's crazy. So you're paying ten grand to not even live at the house just to go to parties and things like that. Exactly. That's yeah. nice. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like weird. once you get once you're in a frat though, you're like you can go to any party you want and things like that. Is that how it works? Kinda. It, it kind of depends on the frat. Um, I mean they have formals and stuff like that where it's. It's organized with a sorority. Mm-hmm. So basically, yeah. guys from the fraternity go with the girls from the sorority, and they go out and party. Mm-hmm. That's the big thing down here. That always takes place on like a Thursday night. You'd always see like the buses going through. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but yeah, anyway, yeah, so it kind of depends. I mean, there's, we have Pike and they don't get invited to shit because they're just Pike Spikes. They, it's, they're known as Pike Spikes. Yeah, Pike Spikes, so they don't, dude. They don't get invited to anything. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, were you a part of that? <laughs> yeah, nah, dude. No way, bro. Yeah, it's just it's crazy down here. I mean, it's fun, but it's crazy. Like we went, the one we hang, hung out with was Phi Capital, and they basically do their own parties most of the time. So we just walk over there. It was right past campus, like right on the edge. Mm-hmm. So you could walk over there, and then we just hang out there all night. So how many frats and sororities are at Alabama? Do you know, like an estimate? You don't have to give me an exact number, but like. I don't know. Here, wait, let me Google it. I, I'm actually curious, man. I've never actually. Thank you. That's crazy. Though. There's so many you just don't even know. Wait, leave you. So, are um, like I think in my school, there's like significantly less sororities at my school. Oh, seriously? That's yeah, and it's the same thing. Like it's um way more strict being in a sorority. Yeah. Like when when you like go when the girls do their their process or whatever, there's like dress codes, like you have yeah. to like it's really strict how they make you go through it. It is yeah, even when you're in perspective it, yeah. on that, like why why that is. Yeah, I wonder, dude. But I know I mean, they um, accept everybody, but some girls quit. Some girls don't. Do you know any quit. sorority girls, Ryan? <laughs> Yeah, dude, I had some friends, dude. It was actually kind of crazy because they were like telling us about their process. And basically, they start out by making a list of, um, I think, I don't know, there's like eight or 12 sororities. So they like rank them uh-huh. and they'll go around and visit the houses. Uh-huh. And um, after a while, they'll get like a notice from sororities that will like keep wanting you to like interview basically, or they'll drop you. Mm-hmm. So like I had a friend that got dropped from all her like top houses. Huh. And she was like really upset because, like, so like she wanted to be in like a actually like reputable sorority. Yeah. So it's so kind of like being, upset. Does being in a it. reputable like sorority, like be, does being in like an engineering sorority, like give you certain perks for anything like that, or is it just like <laughs> just guys in like the same group that just like like the same thing? Well, well, yeah. So certain frats and sororities have like clout levels basically i, I but, go based on house the nicest house for sororities here i'd say it's fine mu yeah i'd say fine mu is a pretty big one in our my school too yeah little... dude i saw pictures on instagram oh, of the fine mu house at your, were, at your school that i didn't was know they huge. were national like the same yeah yeah they're, they're the different chapters yeah are at different at the same okay interesting I mean, they're different at the schools, but they are international organizations. Okay. I thought they were just based, like, in the school. Okay. Just, like, interesting. I mean, some are, but those are the small sororities and fraternities. Those are, like, the new ones. Like, the we call them, we call them, like, new row and then off campus. It's mostly they're off campus that are, like, small fraternities, small sororities that aren't national. They're just at at our college. So it, it depends on the fraternity. Most of them are national. The big ones, at least, are all Yeah, national. the big ones are. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. yeah so do, like, do the the leaders of, like, like, what do you call, like, a leader of, like, a, like a frat or whatever? Is he just, Preston. like. Huh? 
the president of the oh, frat. Just the president of the frat. Do they like set the prices or anything, or is that like the organization, like for that school? It actually, I don't know. I know they do everything with like parties, food, stuff like that. Okay. And they they coordinate all the prices and everything like that. And then the debt collector, he gets the money from the pledges, from the members, everything like that. But I don't know if they do the actual dues for the fraternity. Okay. I'd assume so, but I don't know. I couldn't say. It is interesting, yeah. Yeah, but there are, like, different roles, though. Like, Like you said, like, president and secretary, treasurer. Yeah, yeah. So those are all like elected in my guess is probably just like by the yeah. frat, right mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. yeah oh <laughs> i'm looking through the through the outline right here oh oh what do you want to tackle next dude what oh. do you want to tackle next? yeah yeah there's take some it there's some goodies in there man you really want to step foot into the into the bottom oh. one <laughs> I, I kind of like number three. Kind of like that. It's kind of looking good right now. Number I mean, three. Okay, you want right, to hit that? All right. All right. Let's, all right, let's tell. Let, tell. Enlighten us about the the, the culture <laughs> you got down there. Yeah. So. Takes a sip. Drinking is a big fucking deal down here. Mm-hmm. I love drinking, so I drink every chance I get. Basically, like last night, I got buzzed. Uh, cause I wanted to, um, yeah, you get drunk whenever you want game days, you get fucked up and then you go to the game. Some people pass out cause they're dehydrated and it's super fucking hot down here. But most of the okay. time it's just drinking. And like, like what's the, like, is it just like the culture is just like, that's just the way to socialize there. Or is it just like, I just want to get fucked up. <laughs> I mean, it's partially just the college culture, especially in like a big school. Yeah. Do you think like if it wasn't like a Big Ten school like that, would there be as much like, would there be as much like, pre- not not pressure per se, but just like that kind of the same involvement? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think so. I'm not sure though. I I feel like there wouldn't be. Like, I know, like, since my school's Big Ten, it's a pretty big thing, too. But if you were to take, like, a, I don't know, like, a, well, I wouldn't say that it's just not as, like, a big deal at, like, a smaller school. Mm-hmm. Or one that's not, like, heavily centered around sports. Like, like in my school, too, like, sports is a pretty big thing. So, okay, so of course, people. The sports thing almost, like, invites, like, that kind of. Yeah, yeah. People want to get like hyped up for it. So yeah. tailgating and then pre-gaming and then you go after and then you drink some more. Because then by that time you're not drunk anymore. So then you get drunk again for the post yeah, party. A cycle. Oh, yeah, exactly. So we win. So then we get drunk. And then yeah, you pass out and then you wake up the next morning and you start drinking. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. That's, that an interesting, that's just an interesting thing that just like sports and like drinking level is like correlated yeah. almost on college campuses that's just interesting yeah because it's always good, it's always good to drink beer and watch a football game i mean that that is true dude it. that is true it's just it's just good <laughs> it's just hit different i mean shit i love it but yeah i mean fraternities have a big role in it too 
I know fraternities down here, they make a huge deal out of drinking. Uh-huh. Like some of them do, like there's a lot of hazing with drinking and stuff like that. The times of the last part. But yeah, so, I mean, drinking is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I We were kind of looking into like the reasons why kids in college drink. And I think it depends on it. There's a lot of it's either like has to do with culture or like personal reasons or like yeah. just that American college field, too. Yeah, because. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like you hear all the time about like kids um, either they, they drink because they want to fit in or maybe they do it because it, it's like a emotional support tool or whatever. Or maybe it's just like they they just like a lot of people, they go to these big colleges from like from us uh, technically like a small town really there's nothing like too huge going on and they're just yeah. like i want to go live like i want to just just fucking party it yeah, up yeah that freedom yeah yeah and it's like no one can say no one can say otherwise you make your own choices so it's it's exactly. that aspect too it's up to the individual honestly i mean people do use it a lot for crutches and then big events People feel like they should or they have to because everybody else is doing it. You walk into a party and everybody else is drinking mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, I want to fit in. So, you know, some people do that. Yeah. Do you think it's, do you think that, that overall it makes like that environment of everyone drinking just makes it like, okay. Or do you think it's like, because it, it technically is still illegal. Like, I mean, I drink sometimes too and it's illegal, but like, do you think like, that just because everyone's doing it now that like the campus is just like, well, we can't do nothing about that. You know, it's just like, they give up. Um, well here, there's a lot of rules about drinking. Uh, one of them and like the most important for frats is that if they put up the fence and they put like a tarp over it, basically the police cannot go inside of that. They can't look over it. They can't look under it. They oh, can't seriously? Through it. So it's basically like a fucking brick wall. <laughs> so, wow. yeah. So a lot of the big frats, when you see when you see those fences and everything, you know it's a party. Oh, interesting. So is like is the campus police like different? For, like, do they have a different way of doing things than like the actual police? You know, like in that like town. So I've never really had a run in with the campus police. I mean, they mostly deal with like game day and stuff like that. Otherwise, they just kind of, they're just kind of chilling. They're just kind of okay. cruising around, you know, just kind of okay. around. But yeah, yeah, otherwise, I've never had a run-in with them. Never had a problem with it. Yeah, same thing goes for my school. Like, I have uh, talked to them a bit, a couple yeah. of times, but not not that for anything serious. Like, in when I was a freshman, they would like sweep our dorms all the time, really? and so like, pretty much they just. For the most part, they're really, really chill. Like you can tell, like they're not like out to get people really, but they're just like doing their job or whatever. Yeah, exactly. They know it's college. I mean, yeah, kids, kids are gonna do stuff. It's college. They're not living with their parents anymore. It's it's natural. Mm-hmm. I think I think what they're mostly just worrying about is just like making sure things don't go too far. You know. Exactly. It's mostly like hard drugs and then like safety reasons that kind of stuff yeah otherwise i don't think they really care 
as long as you're being safe about it, not pushing it too far. Yeah, exactly. I had a theoretical that was that was interesting. So like, what if? So I know that like, the the kind of like this not the stigma, but like the idea is that like everyone drinks. So like, why shouldn't I drink? And that's like kind of like what just what gets everyone like mob mentality basically. But like, what if the mob mentality was to not drink? Do you think that people would still drink in colleges? Like if everyone was like sober all the time and just didn't drink. Do you think that people would still go into college like being like, yeah, I'm just going to go drink or whatever? Or would you think that it would it would be sober? Like, do you think like people would stay that way? Um, I don't, I don't know. know. That was a little confusing of a question, but I, I get what you're saying. You I think it would, if you would if, if it would I think if it would start out that way, like if it's been that way, like college we're always sober if you go to college you're going to be sober then yeah i think that's what it would be like people would look down on drinking most likely just because of the mob mentality thing yeah that's interesting because like all right you go leave you but yeah now american college like drinking is just a huge part of the culture just in yeah when you think of college you think of drinking partying and then school it's yeah like, especially american it's college yeah. Yeah. yeah it's interesting how that actually we should have taken a look at, I should have taken a look into that, was looking at like other colleges around the world compared to like American college. Cause like, I feel like American college is like, it's centered around like just having a good time and just like hanging out and whatever. And then yeah. some of these other colleges around the world is just like, it's more like academic study and then kind of go off into the world and do, and then you can drink or you can drink while you're there. But it's not like, there's not like frats and there's no one like, going crazy all the time yeah and part of, i feel like part of it is partially because it's illegal people oh, just okay. want to do the thrill of it because i have a friend that's going to college in scotland right now uh-huh. and so because i'm drinking like maybe once a week to a bar or something it's legal you can drink at like 18 uh-huh. so maybe once a week but it's like it's not a huge deal down up there because it's just a lot different of a culture since everybody's been drinking yeah now, that makes sense so like, it, it, go ahead <laughs> sorry i keep I, i'm trying to figure out like a stopping point just to like interject but um do you think that do you think that that mentality of oh that it's that it's like it's illegal that gets it like all like hyped up and then does that like kind of subside after a while after you drink a lot and then you're just like oh i want to kind of step it up so is that how people get into drugs or do you think that's i don't, I don't know i mean i i've never i i don't i don't know honestly hmm. i i don't do it for the thrill of it i do it because i like it okay and i'm safe about it now I, I mean i know my limits and everything like that so i'm safe about it and i don't i i don't find any need for anything else yeah that's so interesting I, I don't know because i know that that's like the safe mentality of being like if you're comfortable with yourself and you know your limits i think that that's a that's a healthy a healthy thing but it's like i feel like sometimes like when people like are looking for that thrill and they are like oh like it's illegal like i i feel like really edgy doing this shit and then it's yeah. just like Plus, that feeling like to get like popularity too. Like if people are looking to be like accepted socially, yeah. like they might like up, go above whatever yeah. they think they can handle just mm-hmm. to like get that 
Yeah, they might push it. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen it a couple of times. People people overcompensate and just try to up-drink people, and they just can't handle it. Because mm. they don't know their limits, plus the alcohol that they consumed earlier is partially taking over. And then they, you know, mm. that kind of. Yeah, there's helps. a lot of things that can happen when people try to either like try to show off or whatever, you know, it happens. So. Yeah. yeah, that's what I, I honestly prefer drinking with a small group instead of like, like close friends, like my roommates and then two other people that we hang out with all the time. Mm-hmm. instead of like going to a frat party honestly because we just hang out and do our own thing like frat parties we have to like worry about stuff make sure everybody's okay stuff like that and get yeah. back to our dorms back to our room here we're already at our room so we just sit here do our own thing and then go back to sleep so i, I like i like small groups rather than large groups yeah that that's also a really interesting thing like i think people like have a different um vibe that they're looking for when they if they're going out like like i know a lot of people at my school like they they're just down to like chill at someone's apartment and other people are just looking for the next frat party or the the next rager they can go to yeah i mean i mean parties are fun every once in a while it's just that after like a after a while they just kind of get boring or they just kind of they lose their thrill honestly but yeah, yeah. I mean, every once in a while, it's fine. It's fun. But because I went to a lot of frat parties my freshman year, we, we all did. And it was fun. Like, don't get me wrong. It was really fucking fun. But it's like, because we had one of our friends, she, yeah, she does a lot. So we always have to like watch after her. And now that, that kind of got old. Uh, so that's why I was like, yeah, I, I prefer to drink here, honestly. It's just more fun for me. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, Let, let's let's <laughs> go is, here. What is the next one? That one. Okay. Oh, that that one. No. Oh, okay. Okay. So okay. Big D. How was it? What kind of what kind of stuff do you see down there? Yeah, is there like some crazy shit down there? Or is it just like? There, I mean, it's about normal for college, I guess you could say. Is it like just like the classic drug. weed in their dorms or whatever? Yeah, there's classic drugs like weed, cocaine. Um, classic. I think yeah, the classic. Just the classic. Oh, oh, there's one dude who offered me PCP. That was crazy. What the? Like, oh, you want some PCP? And I was like, nah, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> we, know, good. we know, Livio. We know, dude. We know. <laughs> Livio's like, nah, nah, nah. nah wait, wait. Don't, don't claim anything, dude. Don't claim anything. But we know. We know. <laughs> I was like, chill with that. Chill with that. I'm good. <laughs> so I was just sitting there at a party, and he just comes up to me. He's like, yo, you want some? I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> this is a podcast. No, free trial, dude. 30-day free trial, bro. <laughs> there's like yo you want some pcp i'm like what the fuck yeah i mean there's just the classic college drugs here honestly it's probably does that happen a lot people go around like offering stuff all the time um i mean sometimes it depends on the night depends on the event uh it also depends on who shows up to the party like sometimes you walk in and you notice like, oh, it's gonna be that kind of party. Okay. <laughs> and sometimes you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. So it it depends, but 
Most of the time, it's not that crazy. It's just chill. Just that one time someone asked you if you wanted angel dust. Yeah, yeah. It was one time, and it was really weird. I, I looked at him, and I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, you want some? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I just it's, there, like, it's yeah, so I'm good. Like, like, you know how much confidence you got to have in yourself just to go up to, like, some random dude and just be like, yo – you want awesome, not even confidence, dude. Just you just don't care. Yeah, like but like who like who just is like, yeah, dude, I'm just gonna go ask. How like, do you how do you get to that point? Yeah, I know, like, yeah, like, like, exactly. Like, what's the mentality there? I don't get that. Cool if I could, Maybe he's just a nice guy, you know? Yeah, he's just he's looking out for you, dude. He's looking yeah. out for you. <laughs> making sure you're having a good time. He's your local pharmacist. <laughs> <laughs> he's living his best life. He's got know? like a coat full of stuff, dude. <laughs> He's like, it's it's from Dare, dude. It's like the same dude from the Dare program. He just opens up his coat. <laughs> it's alcohol from the Dare program. Yeah, dude. And you're just like, you're like, no, say no, say no to drugs. I was trained for this moment. <laughs> we failed you, Dare, Dare program. We failed you. <laughs> The D.A.R.E. program only lasts up until freshman year of college. <laughs> Changed yeah, true, my mind. true. <laughs> Changed my mind. Yeah, I mean, then it depends. I mean, Pike, it's a huge – drugs are more fluent there. They, they use a lot more drugs, I've heard. I've heard. I don't know for sure. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's the main drug. Well, what is, what is Pike? Uh, it's, what is pie? pie cap or something? I don't know. I don't know what it's actually called. Huh. We call it Pike. It's the Pike Spikes fraternity. Yeah, everybody calls them Pike Spikes. Okay. It's Pi Kappa Alpha, but so, so why they've got they a pretty bad reputation. Yeah. yeah. So why do they have a bad rep? Uh, mostly their parties. Well, at least down here, it's their parties. They're they they are known to spike girls' drinks and stuff like that. Oh, That's sure. Pike Spikes. They do a lot of drugs. Oh, uh, who was the? Uh, there was one sorority that's known for doing like cocaine and stuff. I don't know who it is. I don't remember what their name is, but yeah, I mean sororities do it too. Hmm. They do it less though, because it's, it's more strict with drugs and stuff like that there. But yeah, I mean it's all over. Hmm. Yeah. I think it's also kind of interesting, like the the purposes for like using drugs. Like a lot of it, obviously, is just for like recreation. But like a lot of other times, like you see, like like I know, like among medical like students, and pretty much like even like engineering or people that have like really rigorous like programs, they'll do like um, Adderall and um, oh yeah, to focus and stuff, Ritalin and you know all those other type of drugs. Oh, I was just gonna ask that, yeah. I was going to say, do people take drugs for that kind of, for educational, like academics? Yeah. Education yeah, for sure. <laughs> it does happen. I mean, especially with, like, with what Ryan said, especially like the harder degrees, like biomed and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's intense. Stuff, so they got, they got yeah, it. Ryan, you probably have a lot of people at Purdue that do that then. Yeah, dude, dude, I didn't, I didn't realize how tough engineering was until I, until I found out, like, that's the reason why I'm not doing it now. Like, yeah. it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of weird, like, that whole system, 
um, was like basically set up so that they just get the the cream of the crop. Yeah, like everybody out, else dude. fails. Call them out. Call out Purdue right now. Call out Purdue. Yeah, call them out. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's crazy, dude. Like, okay, so I'll I'll just give this one little example. So there you go. Um, I had to take calculus one to um, I don't know, just to take it to get a major. Um, because I went in undecided, and I originally planned to be an engineer. But I, I, was, I was signed up for a lower calculus and I okay. needed to take a higher one. But I was like, okay, I'll just get this lower one out of the way. And I did really, really well on all the quizzes and the homework because it was basically because um, I took calculus um, senior year with you guys. Yep. So, yeah. But the test, good times. Dude, the, good times. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good times. Oh, when, when, yeah. when those days were easy. When those, yeah, those dude, days dude, were I, I, so that's easy. another thing. I kind of regret like taking taking for granted how easy that school was. Yeah, that's bad. yeah, dude. When it came to the test, though, from my calculus class, it was it was like literally set up that you would fail. Like the averages were like like thirty percent. Yeah, and yeah. this was the low calculus too. <laughs> I, I've heard I've heard that they curve it so like basically like like a like a sixty percent is like an A, like. That that's what I've heard. For it depends on the class, but for mine, they 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 kind of make it seem like there's a curve, but it's really nothing. Like I remember, like for my calculus class, they had like a five point. It, the the curve was like five points to your end grade. Oh, what at the, the end of the that's year. nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. But, it's yeah, like, it was terrible, dude. Like the tests were literally, I think it was like twelve questions mm-hmm. worth like like. 10 12 points each so if you get one wrong like you're already down to like Ooh. an a minus b plus Shit. yeah it was terrible i hated it yeah. well, the but thing i passed calculus it, is so. if you get like the the base problem like if you get like the first like step wrong dude you get all of them wrong yeah i know dude it's it's, it's awful and that was yeah. the lower calculus so i can't imagine going up to like I don't know, Calc 3, Dude, like having to deal with that all the time. One thing I regret from high school is not taking BC <laughs> and just kick and just like, like just kicking ass in BC and AP BC and just getting calculus over with for the rest of my life. That's one thing I regret. Dude, yeah. I wish I didn't take, I wish I like took advantage of how easy it was at, in high school. Like, I, know, I don't think like us in high school, at least for me, like I didn't really, um, like understand the importance of like doing well people always tell you oh do well do well but like i didn't i didn't understand like what like you know what i was supposed to do like it wasn't really important as much yeah. to me i mean yeah. I, don't, I just don't think like teachers set you up to really i mean they set you up for memorization but they don't set you up for actually learning the actual yeah that's even yeah. true for college too i mean same thing for colleges at times they set you up for memorization other than rather than actually having to try and teach you the actual process. Yeah, exactly. I, I have an internship with a, like a tool and die shop right now. So I'm working on projects for them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I have not used a single thing from college on any of my stuff. Yeah, dude, my, that's really interesting. It, it's like, it's just not compatible so far. Nothing is like applicable to my job. Mm-hmm. Because, well, tool die is specific, but still like, it's just weird. It's just strange to see. But that's yeah. something we come to play, like maybe calculus, a little bit like physics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But not really. I mean, 
Well, mostly what I did was the design of the actual tool. So I designed parts for it and then I basically write programs in order to like actually make the parts. And then we put it together, put it in the die, and then there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's like pretty much like what's the point of your classes? Exactly. That's what I was thinking when I was here. I was like, this doesn't really make sense. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it honestly doesn't make sense. Yeah. I, I think that's really cool because um you have an actual application like you actually got an internship and you were able to see like oh wow what am i this is nothing like school i mean but i think i think if everyone did that though like if everyone got an internship in college and saw what their actual job entailed they'd be like the fuck am i doing this for exactly exactly. (laughs) and i think that applies everywhere too like i i recently um they have like these little um panels that Mm -hmm. they host at my school and they recently had um, a guy from IBM and Microsoft and um, mm. Dell come in to talk. And um, one of the questions I asked them was, um, like, what, what, what kind of skills were applicable from your school that, like, helped you get these jobs? Oh, no, like, dude. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, they were like, you know, like, it's pretty much like the fundamentals. Like, oh, yeah, you, you said be able that to just... communicate well, like, get some projects <laughs> under your belt, get some internships. Oh, no. Honestly, that's the most important thing with college. It's literally just getting the internships and getting connections. Yeah, that's what I found to be the most important so far. Because I already have a job lined out, lined up like out of college if I want it. I got offered a job, but I mean, I, I want to get my degree just so I can say, "Oh, I graduated. I got my degree." Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It's just like it's mostly about connections and then about actually. Mostly, uh, oh, that's going to piss me off for the rest of the night. Work, work ethic. There we go. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, it really, yeah, it is. I had a, uh, I, I, I listened to these webinars for like, uh, for Steven's point, and they have a bunch of them for like wildlife majors. And last night I was listening to one, this lady works for Hawaii airport. She's a Hawaii airport biologist, dude. And I was like depressed listening to her. Cause like, it was fucking crazy how long it took her to find a job. Like it was, it took her, it was 334 applications. She had over a year and eight months and she had her master's degree and she got 12 interviews, dude. That is crazy. And she had That's like insane. four years of experience as a technician. And I was like, that is crazy. I was That's like, that insane. is nuts. And she's like, she's like, I'm not trying to do this to scare you, but she's like, she's like, one thing that I hammer home is like, it's not about like the degree. She's like, your degree doesn't mean shit. As long as you got your degree, your degree is fine. But she's like, your experience and knowing people like connecting with people and making sure you build those connections in your whatever career you're in is like super important because he's like if you know them and they can recommend you to a certain government or a certain agency or whatever or whatever you're trying to work for another company like you're already your foot's already in the door it's a lot easier to for you to get a call back she's like she's like i interviewed this one time and i didn't get the position And I said, just, and I, and I called them back and I said, like, and she was like, I said, uh, 
keep me in mind if you have any like uh positions or anything like uh coming forward or if you have any like uh openings or whatever volunteer positions and so they called her back after someone dropped out from the job and she got the job so she's like just make sure you you like keep connected with those people like once you make those connections make sure you keep like active on them because they usually prove pretty fruitful that's true that's but true. i was that just like true. amazed i was like 334 applications and only 12 interviews i was like that is depressing right there that just sucks, yeah huh? wait wait hold up what what was her what was her master's in her master's was in uh wildlife biology or wildlife ecology or something like that mm-hmm. same thing i'm going for but um i mean it's just one thing that you can't really apply that to all jobs though because the wildlife um the wildlife career area is just so competitive i mean you everyone has their master's degree and you have to have multiple years of research under your belt and they're like oh you have to have multiple years of research but for you to get that research you have to get a job in this thing right yep there you go gotcha buddy gotcha (laughs) so yeah yeah, I was asking that because I was like, I, I I know I looked at your um major and like the the out the job outlook for that is like kind of crazy. Like you like oh, you yeah, said, it is insanely competitive. But the thing is, is like honestly, I don't care. I I know I'm gonna work at whatever. I I just want to do what I want to do. I I don't give a shit how much I make. I mean, I can make sixty grand a year. I really don't care but like that's fine with me i don't i don't want to go make 120 150 i mean that'd be nice sure but it's like <laughs> i really don't care i just want to go and do something that i feel that i like to do and i don't want to go to work thinking oh man i have to go to work again today like fuck that dude because <laughs> yeah, you're the one that's going to be doing it for the rest of your life so if you don't enjoy it you're not yeah gonna- yeah i know yeah yeah. And that, that, that's really for anyone, though. Anyone really, you really shouldn't go into a job thinking about the money. Because, yeah. I mean, money's money's nice, like, to make you feel comfortable. But really, in the end, it's all about purpose. If you don't feel purposeful, that's when a lot of, like, the mental health things come in. Because people, they're like, oh, I, I don't feel fulfilled in, like, my job. And it's like, well, it's you, did, you just went into a career that you didn't, like, you didn't really want to do. You went for yeah. the money instead of what you wanted to do. Yeah, exactly. Right. People, people, people go into their jobs. Yeah, they, they, they really go into their jobs feeling like they're either like doing this now so that they can have money for later. Mm-hmm. Like they have this idea of like, okay, like I'll just work really hard. I'll, I'll yeah. sit at my desk and like later I'll be able to spend my money and like have fun or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like they don't realize like, how long you're actually going to be working like you said Livia, oh, like yeah. it's, you're literally going to be working for the, the majority of your life so it's you like, work yeah. like well you probably work like i think like 50 60 years of your life yeah yeah about yeah it's crazy oh, no, a little like, less we've even been long alive for like 20 years so it's like i yeah. know it's longer than we've been alive it's crazy to think about yeah. like damn <laughs> yeah you only go probably like 25 years of not working ever yeah. no yeah. no maybe a, maybe a little more like 30 okay give or take yeah, yeah. 30, but it's still it's kind of crazy to think about not, it that's not that much dude so you better love what you do or <laughs> exactly. yeah. you gotta figure it out fast or you'll get stuck with something you don't like and then damn <laughs> yeah well i think i think college though is like responsible for a lot of that though 
I think just the way I think really what they should be doing is pushing more of connections in like like social skills almost like yeah like getting connected and like talking with people and pushing internships like more internships and more just like community-based work rather than just solely academic because I feel like that's a really important that I feel like that's something that we all and also just like life skills like doing your taxes like knowing like how to like invest in like a in like an like an IRA account or something like that or like to get your 401k like started early like no one teaches that until we're like 25 you know or you or you look into it yourself but like like even me looking into it now dude it's like it's like how do I even start and so like no one's there to like yeah that's the thing I think that's kind of I don't know it depends on what school you go to like I know my school does a really good job of helping like kids like clueless kids like go and help organize a resume and how to give like an elevator pitch like they do a pretty good job of that like even if you don't have clothes they literally have like a closet where you can like take out clothes for for yeah it's it's really nice but i also agree that like a lot of times schools are pretty much focused on like organizing you into whatever major they can get you in and sending off into the world well a lot of the time with that with those like programs and things that they have is they're really hidden dude like for you to go through like a school website, like a lot of school websites are super fucked. I mean, That's true. they really are hard. super trash and like, it's super hard to navigate and find things. So for you to find like certain programs, unless you heard about it from word of mouth or know someone in it, like that you can talk to, it's really hard to like find things. You're like, Oh, I never even knew we had that at this school. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think that that has to do a lot with like schools, like their objective, basically, at the end of the day is just to get your money. Yeah, I mean, Honestly, yeah, and it's up to you to like, make the most of that. Exactly. Like, they're like, they're like, we have the program, you just got to have initiative. Yeah, just gotta go find it. Initiative. It's somewhere. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> just tucked in the back of the school, all the way in the corner, <laughs> in the closet where you yeah, turn basement, left, go down the stairs. Way back, creepy building. Uh, put your hand on the thing, open the door. <laughs> you have to have a key card yeah dude i think oh. that had that doesn't just go for college too but like all of education like in high school people don't really take advantage of what's there too like people don't they either don't like get involved in clubs or like they try they don't try to make anything of their experience and they're just there to go to school i don't know pa- pass their classes and then move on from there i think that's like almost the culture though of like high school and middle school dude is like they make it almost unbearable to go to school like the only thing that keeps you going to school is like your friends that's the only thing yeah that's what it feels like like but it wasn't like designed to want to come to school like no one wants to come to school the only thing reason why they want to come to school is go to see their friends that's it that's the only reason why i came to school i was just like dude we were goofing off all the time at lunch and shit and go and do that was yeah, like nobody class. remembers anything else except like those moments. Also, goofing off in class was funny too. That was fun.